though, Carl. I hope you were right. keeping cool. Oh well, yeah. You have to in in this day and age. Well, we should be having a sunshiny day, even though it's going to be what 115 even decks. Yeah, awful. But we are going to have a conversation, but nothing but blue skies. We'll have a nice long discussion with Jeff Faulkner from Mr. Blue Sky and A Sky Full of Stars. And then around minute 25, I finally watched Oppenheimer. And then around minute 31, summer is over. So we are having Mr. Blue Sky himself, Jeff Faulkner, here as our guest. Hello, guys. How are you? Hi. It's good to see you again. Great to see you guys, too. And happy circumstances, too, because they were named the A-list local band by readers, the reader's choice. A-list. St. Louis Magazine, uh, 2023 A-list best cover band. Uh, We got the news on that uh, about a month and a half ago and very, very flattering and and, uh, quite, quite the honor. It's it's something cool because uh, it's something that's voted on by the readers, by the public not necessarily the editors or writers of the magazine. Uh, so uh, something that uh, we weren't expecting that was uh, very, very cool. Which you I can what? attest because I saw them. Li- I've seen Mr. Blue Sky live and Jeff was my personal uh, songbird on my <laughs> birthday last year as we took a trip to the wineries down in Kimswick. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. It was fun. Spent a lot of money at the winery that day. <laughs> but say- it was it was a good time anyway. But I, I saw Jeff uh, at the Wildy, which is a fantastic venue, less than 300 people. It was a sold-out show, and I took lots of video shots of it to people that would appreciate it, including one Mr. John Hewlett, who said, that's not real. And he, because John and I went to New York City to see ELO at Madison Square Garden. And we went because we, because he, Jeff has not come here since 1978 or maybe 83. They were here in 80, uh, 81. They were here. 81. Okay. So they haven't been here in a long time. So we had to go to New York City to see them. And, you know, Madison Square Garden is probably a place to do that. But I sent John video and I said, what do you think? And he's like, they are really good. And he's like, where are you? (laughs) Very nice of them. Yeah, we did uh, three shows over at the Wildly back in April. Um, All three of them sold out. That's the first time a local tribute band has sold out three shows in one weekend over there. So Wow, uh, very cool. It was great. Yeah. That's over in in Edwardsville. Hi, Alcanal. Now you're going to be, now you're going to be on the other side. You're going to be in Chesterfield. Yeah, we'll be over there September eighth. A uh, couple, a little over a couple of weeks from now. Uh, it's going to be going to be a great, great show, great fun night. Um, huge, bringing out a huge production as always. Uh, fingers crossed. We've got great weather, but uh, uh, so far t- ticket sales have been going really great. Uh, it's shaping up to be awesome. Um, and we, we can't wait. Uh, we did, this will be our second time out there. We were there last year. Uh, we ended up doing about 1400, 1500 people last year, which was a very respectable number, uh, being, it was our first time out there. 
Plus, uh, so, it was really super cold. It, and, it was unseasonably cold that night. Yeah, and yes. that kind of hurt our hurt our uh, you know day the of walkout. show draw. But um, uh, it ended up you know the, and it rained all that day and stopped like right about where we did sound check and then it was great from, from that point on. Uh, so hopefully this time around we'll just have great weather the whole whole day. You know. Well, that is wonderful because uh, we talked to you uh, a year ago and, and since then it's just been up and up and up and up. You've been just uh, blowing up on social media, but also what do you attribute it to that people are, are you're becoming known for your full on full throttle performances? You know, it's just not you standing up there in a, uh, you know, looking like jeff lynn it's right you're you know you're really doing the whole shebang well yeah, that was I that think... was a thing after that was the thing after and i saw you after the show you were you still had the wig on i'm like <laughs> yeah. you really yeah. want people to know that you've committed to this bit yeah well we we most of our shows we we come off stage right after we're done and, and come out and say hi to everybody and thank them for coming out and one of my favorite parts of uh doing the show actually uh, and a lot of people want want those want those you know selfies with you know the Jeff the Jeff Lynn garb on. So uh, I'm happy to oblige, you know. But uh, you know the the main thing that I would attribute um, our 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 success to is just the fact that we've you know gotten out and 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 have been have been playing more shows. You know, the more more shows we do, the more people we get this thing in front of uh you know it seems like the bigger the following has gotten um and you know i guess the main goal for us is that people that that come to see this thing we we want them to keep coming to see it you know and we've been very fortunate that most of the people who come to see this thing like come back again and not only do they come back but they they tell all their friends and their friends tell their friends and so on and so forth you know so i i think just getting out there, playing more, uh, get, getting it in front of people uh, has has been, the, you know, the main factor of why the following has grown as much as it has. Plus, it's good music. And, well, you yeah. Guys, yeah, you know, it's and, and you guys make the effort. And how many people are told, are in your band now? How many? We've got 10 people. 10 miles to feed <laughs> as it were uh and hot and, chicks uh, with strings hot <laughs> chicks with, with strings yeah other than well we got two hot chicks and one hot guy playing cello yeah <laughs> uh no you know it's uh uh it's you know it's a lot of people to keep track of it's a lot of schedules to maintain and, and work around but we've uh we've gotten it to a point to where it's uh it's pretty organized at this point, you know, and, and uh, you know, we've, we've established a certain routine uh, as far as re rehearsals are concerned. And um, as far as, you know, when we're, you know, adding new songs into the set, like who's going to be doing what parts and who's going to be playing, who's going to be covering parts. And, and we've got that all kind of down to a science now. So it's made, it's made the process much smoother and easier. Yeah. Great. Well, well I, oh, because one of the songs that you oh go ahead, Lynn. No, you go ahead. Well, one of the songs that you did, I sent 
we were talking about the U-Man, and he's like, I should add that into the classic show rotation. So he <laughs> added Hold On Tight into the classic show rotation because right. you know, he had forgotten about that song. And I sent him a video of you guys doing it. And he's like, I like that. You know what? I'll bring that one back. But at the time, the rock stations may or may not have played because it, it was technically too disco. Yeah. I mean, that song... Um... It has been in so many commercials and movies, uh, but nobody knows it's ELO, you know, because right. it's something they put out in the 80s. And the, the, the early 80s ELO stuff is a little bit different than what they were putting out in the 70s. A different kind know? of baseline. They got well, they got a little more a little more disco-y, like you were saying, in Dance. the 80s. You know? They got away from the classical kind of background kind of influence and kind of veered off into this disco-y kind of even almost new wavy kind of, kind of sound, uh, which is, you know, um, that was one of the great things about ELO is, is they kept evolving, you know, as, as they went on, they didn't, you know, stick to one formula per se. Um, but uh, yeah, there, that's what a lot of people that come to see the band, uh, it's amazing how many of them are like, I didn't know Yellow did that song and did this song <laughs> and did that song because they've heard them in movies and commercials. They just didn't know it was Yellow. You know, they have so many great tunes that people have heard and they're familiar with, but they don't know it's Electric Light Orchestra. It's a strange, it's a strange thing about that band. Definitely. Calling Calling America is another one. That's one that we uh, we just started doing that one. Uh, a couple shows ago and uh, one goes over great. And uh, that was a hit for them. But yeah. once again, that, that, that song follows more of the new wavy kind of, kind of sound uh, as opposed to like the classical stuff, you know, Let, m- more synth, less strings kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? so, whatever Jeff was feeling that day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's earned uh, the right to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. So. Well, I think by getting them out, because maybe they were, uh, I, I don't want to say forgotten, but James Gunn is, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, to use the kids word banger about his soundtracks. And so for Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, when he used Mr. Blue Sky for Groot to dance to, I think that brought a lot of people in. Oh, that's ELO, you know, because it is because of their time period people were not paying attention like they should have perhaps but i think that you um have brought songs to the forefront because of what you're doing but i wanted to talk about where you, you've been you've been to the pageant delmar hall right you've played there yeah pageant delmar hall uh wildy theater uh like i said this would be our second time out at chesterfield amphitheater um <clears throat> we just started to spread our wings a little bit and get out of town. Uh, we've been up to Indiana. We were up in Indiana a couple months ago for a summer concert festival up there. Uh, and it could not have gone any better. I mean, the people were just loving it. Um, uh, you know, of course they, they, they love all, all the hits, but they were even digging the deep track stuff, you know, diary mm-hmm. of Horace Wimp and confusion. They were totally digging it, uh, up in Indiana. And then we had, uh, We've been up to Chicago a couple of times. We'll be back in Indiana next month. And uh, so, so, so yeah, we're, we're slowly but surely uh, trying to get this thing a little bit um, 
regional out than national. You're right, right. Yeah, we're, we're mainly keeping it regional for now. You know, like like uh, cities four to five hours away from St. Louis, um, and uh, just kind of going once we can establish a, a a good following there, then maybe stretch it out a little bit further than that. So. Well, it can't be easy to travel with 10 people. Plus, you have a whole entire uh, technical light show and everything. So it's got to be, for your setup and everything, it's got to be quite a, a, a labor of love. Let's put it like that. Yeah, I mean, for the shows we do in town, uh, what we do production-wise is much easier because we have production companies that we work with lo locally uh that i can just call on to do those shows but when we go out of town you're right uh it makes it a little more difficult but uh so far we've not had any issues with it and uh um you know it, it, it's a learn as you go kind of process but uh so far it's gone pretty smoothly so well that's wonderful and how big is the amphitheater like how you should encourage people to get there and yeah chesterfield uh it, it is a it is such a nice venue um i i equate it to sort of a you know it's kind of a smaller version of hollywood casino amphitheater uh chesterfield holds you can just say riverport riverport well i was going to say that but i was trying to be politically correct and it'll always because be you want to play up there Right, it'll always be Riverport. You, you don't want to upset Live Nation, or else they won't book you. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Chesterfield holds right at about four thousand people, um, and like I said, just just a really really nice venue. They've done a great job out there, um, and um, I should mention too that uh, opening for Mister Blue Sky on September 8th out there will be my new Coldplay tribute called the sky full of stars. So you're in um, it as well. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. That's uh, that band consists of that band consists of me and uh, Ben Moyer, our bass player, Mr. Blue sky and Charlie Brown, our keyboard player, Mr. Blue sky. So it just kind of made sense to, to have that open for it because you know, our changeover will be easy and uh, just a good way to get it in front of some people. Less guys to pay. Let, let, right, less guys to pay, exactly. Yeah. Few, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. Lynn's going to yell, fewer guys to pay. Fewer guys to pay, exactly. Yeah. Fewer guys to pay. Yeah, now, but, now, hold on a second. If if Are you singing lead? I'm singing lead in that one too, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Martin plays the piano, but your keyboard player is probably playing the keys. He's so playing the keys. It's not yeah. as authentic. It's not, it's as, not authentic as authentic as Mr. In, Blue Sky. Right. It's not as authentic in the way that I'll that I would be playing uh like doing the Chris Martin thing where he plays guitar and piano. Uh, I'll just play I'll just be playing guitar and singing, but we've got to uh being that I don't have the ability to play keys, I had to get a keyboard player. So <laughs> Um, so what made you choose Coldplay of all the bands? What made you choose Coldplay as a fit for ELO? So, you know, the music is very like ELO's music. Uh, it, Coldplay's music is very positive, melodic, melodic, very, it's, the message it's is grand. Very, it's grand. It's very, up, it's very uplifting music, you know, uh, emotional um, and that, that ties, ties in well with the ELO stuff, I think. 
I think they're both. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And and they're both from the UK. British. They've been no well, it's I just think it's uh, it's really good because it's it's identifiable music, but it's uh just hit after hit after hit. Now, uh in the early two thousands when uh parachutes came out, my oldest son, uh this is when we were all burning music, remember back then? We were doing the burn oh, putting CDs. them on CDs burning or putting CDs. them on your yeah. computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So my son uh, burned it for me. He goes, Mom, I think you're going to like this band. And so I have enjoyed their music since. So I'm glad we were having a discussion in the car on the way home from the horrible Cardinals game on Friday night. Uh, we lost seven to one. Yeah, and I figured. was in a suite, though. Yeah, you were you were having a good time. We were. Yeah, but we had we had. Anyway, uh, my nephew said a big point of conversation these days is what would be your walk-up song and i said mine would be viva la vida and they uh, because that is that is a great walk-up song so what would you i'm putting you guys on the spot what would your walk-up song be from from coldplay or anybody 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 Um, I would piss off the music guys by changing my walk-up song every day because they are allowed to do that and change it as many times as they want. <laughs> I would change it every single because uh, that that's behind the scenes stuff. Speaking of BTS, do you do the BTS Coldplay song too? Uh, well, I don't think we're doing. We don't have that one in the set yet. Okay. No. All right. No. But my, my that was that song, was Coldplay's that was Coldplay's last number one song was their song with BTS. Oh right, right, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've behind, done behind they've the done, scenes. They've done uh, uh, they've done stuff with Beyonce and with uh, uh, Chainsmokers. Yeah, yeah, Chainsmokers. Uh, they're doing a lot of a lot more collaborations, coll- collaborative stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, with with the newer stuff they're putting out. Uh, but my my walk up song would have to be something of the metal genre it'd have to be something to get my blood pumping you know i'd like some megadeth or metallica or something you know <laughs> so are you gonna try to strain your voice and start a megadeth or metallica cover band <laughs> no no my, i'm i'm pretty much i'm right now i'm my uh tribute band uh 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 card is full you know as it were yeah i know yeah, because- james does not sound like jeff or chris no no not at all. Not at all. Or even he, Dave. He, I don't even know if he sings. Really, it's more of like a, like a, like a scream in 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 pitch kind of thing. And then Dave know? Mustaine has just got that. He is very <laughs> like creepy when he sings. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's a sound. It is. I had the pleasure of going to see them last summer uh, at Riverport. Go figure. Uh, oh, because they were they were they were excellent, man. Excellent. They were great. I, I think we can all still call it. I have a I I have a meme, uh, Homer Simpson saying, "I still call it Riverport." Riverport, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just going to be like that, just like uh, different the Enterprise Center, Carl. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that's been. Heel Savis, <laughs> Centine. And, no, Centine. No, no, it's never been the Centine Center. Never been Centine. Is- I. I tend to call it Savis. More Heel than Savis. Yeah, all of those. 
Yeah. And Peab- Peabody instead of Stiefel. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's crazy. Well, one of the things, if people are not familiar with uh, Mr. Blue Sky, first of all, go see Mr. Blue Sky. I mean, if people are not familiar with uh, Electric Light Orchestra, but also um, go to their Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction because that is a great episode because that they have the Chuck Berry tribute in the beginning, which is right. And uh, ELO does a cover of Roll Over Beethoven, uh, which we do in our show, which is 11 minutes long. Yes, it's a very long. It, it can be. It can be eleven minutes yeah. long. I gotta say, when we do those, when we do that one out of town, you know, here when we play it here, I mean, it, it obviously goes over great because Chuck Berry and blah blah blah. But when we do it out of town, it gets just as great of a response. And and I really? always make sure to say something about Chuck Berry being from St. Louis, and we we share that with him. And um, you know, there there's it's crazy how much of an admiration there is for Chuck Berry all over the world, you know, um, yeah. it goes over so great, no matter where we play it. You know, what we have not mentioned yet is Mr. Blue sky music.com. Yes. That's our website. Yes. Mr. Blue sky music.com that yeah. it has videos. It, if you need a primer on what's going on with Mr. Blue sky and what they're all about and all 10 people in the band you can go there and you can also get a link to get tickets to the yes. Chesterfield Amphitheater show. You can get tickets. You can get tickets via the website or eventbrite.com. Uh, also, uh, we're on Facebook. If you just, if you just go on Facebook and search Mr. Blue Sky, a tribute to electric light orchestra, it'll pop right up. Uh, Instagram is Mr. Blue Sky STL. Um, you can hit us up uh, on either one of those as well. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And I look forward to seeing you at, at some point this fall. I cannot make that. I thought I could go to this and I can't. Uh, because uh, it's, it's it's the rep opening. Oh, okay. So okay. I, yeah, so I have now, to. Now, Lynn, I, I will say it took me a while because uh, there are a lot of their shows are in the fall and I had hockey games. But once I went, I would go back again. Of course, I'm going to be t- dropping my child off at school that day. So <laughs> right. it, it depends on what time we get home from doing that. Yeah. So j- yeah. Just get on. Can we get on a mailing list of like your dates? Like, uh, so, do you send out? Oh yeah, It's like, on the website. Well, it's on the website. You can check our website, but uh, uh, the best way to, to follow uh, when, when we're playing, uh, or to see uh, our calendar is to go to our Facebook page or Instagram page. Uh, okay. We we post up uh, newly added shows on there. And then the events section of our Facebook page has all of our shows that we have scheduled. So uh, we pretty much, uh, I, I, I try not to schedule more than one show at a time to keep the focus on, on that show. But, uh, but uh, if, if, if you like the Facebook page, and go on there and and if you just like the Facebook page, you'll see and you'll get notifications on when shows will be announced. Oh, so good. that's probably the best way. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I know people that have gone to see you at different venues and they just love it. And I think they become forever fans, you know, they follow you now. That's awesome. So. I mean, that's in essence, that's uh that's the overall goal, you know, yeah. is, is to when people come see this thing to, to have them come back. 
you know make so. people happy make exactly because i think people really are craving that now yeah i have yeah. just followed you on instagram mr underscore blue underscore sky underscore stl boom that's it yeah well yeah, thank you and uh thank you for having me on i really appreciate it it's great to see you guys again it's good to see yes. you too awesome thanks carl all right and Lynn. thanks thank you guys all right good thanks. to see you again always a Bye-bye. pleasure Bye. bye-bye well carl it's time to wrap up the summer movie season because i think we're done well we Lynn, haven't guess seen what Equalizer. i finally saw what did you guess finally what i finally saw i saw oppenheimer oh well do uh, tell Okay, so I did not see it in IMAX, and actually I'm very glad I did not see it in IMAX because um, the first half hour I thought was just a lot. The first half hour, he, I don't know what the heck was going on, but he just kept going back to the same, uh, talking about Christopher Nolan, who wrote and directed, uh, he kept going back to the same imagery of the atoms splitting and he went back to that many 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 times in that first half hour but the last two and a half hours are superb filmmaking if you can make it through the first half hour without being annoyed i think you will love it and i told that to people that are not christopher nolan fans and they said I would give up after the first hour because they have very little patience with Christopher Nolan. You saw it. You I understand? know. Do you I, understand what I'm saying? I do. I was enthralled. I was riveted. I just thought it was something different. I, you know, Christopher Nolan being Christopher Nolan, you just got to accept some things. But no, you don't. No, you don't. You know, you know what you're going to get. And you know that there's if. There are things that annoy you about every Christopher Nolan. Right. But the story is, uh, to me, it wasn't homework. To me, it was fascinating. And I thought those performances, Killian Murphy oh. is exceptional. Robert Downey Jr. He, if he isn't, in the top five actors of the year, uh, then what is wrong with our uh, system here? And then, yes, Robert Downey Jr., for sure, in the best supporting actor mix, for sure. Maybe Emily Blunt. I don't know. I think that scene, to me, well, also, all those people, all of a sudden, you're like, is that Gary you know, Gary's Gary Oldman? Oldman, Harry Truman. I know. Yes, and yes. I could not figure out who was Albert Einstein. And then I looked it up and it was Tom Conti. And right. I was like, oh, okay. But Han I, Solo is Senate aide. <laughs> I know. He was very Alden Ironreich. Good. Yeah, he was good. He was very good. There I thought everybody uh was exceptional in now. My doctor who wanted to talk about it when I got there, he goes. I want to talk about it. I saw Oppenheimer. He thought it was too confusing, the black and the white and the color. The and black he, and white and color because there are two, possibly three different timelines going on. Yes, he didn't like that. But I understand. my favorite, yeah, my. Well, my then he fi- did. You know what? He figured he got away with it in Dunkirk and he can do it again. Yeah, I know. 
my favorite scene is when Oppenheimer wants to talk to the general about, you know, this is after the Big Bang and he wants to talk to the general and they're like, no, we'll take it from here. And yeah. he suddenly realizes he has no control anymore. He has been used. They are finished using him. Mm -hmm. Yes. He has no control over this. It is out of his hands. And oh my God, what have I done? And yep. I think that is so powerful, even more. And how about Benny Safdie? Yeah. Now, see, now that scene with Benny Safdie and Emily Blunt did not happen. It happened with another famous scientist. It happened to Benny Safdie's character. It did not involve Kitty Oppenheimer. But it did. Uh, Benny Safdie's scientist did get shunned by the community in a very famous way. Uh -huh. And I'm being and I'm being very vague about it in case people haven't seen the movie yet, because I know a lot of people that are going to go see it uh, this weekend. I mean, seeing they might have seen it last weekend when tickets were only four dollars or they're going to see it this weekend for the end of summer for Labor Day. Well, the National Cinema Day is set, is Sunday, so right. you can get four dollars. Was tickets. Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was Sunday. Yeah. Buzz Sunday. Yeah. And when I saw uh, Gran Turismo last week, I there were signs up everywhere and there everyone's talking about it. And the Oppenheimer uh, scening was sold out because it was like 434 and Gran Turismo on uh, IMAX. All the IMAX at Ronnie's were sold out because they were 434 also because 34 cents tax. Uh, so. There were when I looked at it on Tuesday, there were only four seats left. I'm like, well, those four seats will be gone. And that was on Tuesday for National Cinema Day. So Wow. It, it was it was a good promotion. Yes. Well, I didn't I think the biggest surprise is the Barbenheimer because nobody saw this coming. I well, mean they were both good movies. That it it could have been you it could have been up and strays. It could have been uh Barbie Beetle. It, it it could have they could have mashed up any two movies, but the movies that were so they just happened to fall on the same day that they got released. Yes, and that was the studios on purpose, and it worked. It worked, well, yeah. and it's made a gazillion dollars. And uh, I think. Well, are, Bar were you Barbie's... disappointed in what? What are you disappointed in? Well, I are you disappointed in the showings for Mission Impossible 7 and Indiana Jones? No. No, because <laughs> I watched them and I didn't think they were all that bag of chips. So I I I maintain as much as the spectacle of these Mission Impossible movies are and I've seen them all and I have liked some of them better than others. Uh, and the stunts in this one are the only reason to see it. Do you ever remember what they were about? Or uh, Felicity, do you want to see them died again? in one of them? Yeah. Carrie Russell died too soon in one of them. I know. I remember that one. I like Philip Seymour Hoffman as the villain in three. And I really did like Ghost Protocol. And um, I, the other ones have been okay. I know people like them, but besides besides Ethan Hunt, every character is disposable. 
Right. And I, right. And I, and I guess Benji and, and uh, Rames and Simon Pegg are kind of not disposable, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them died in the next movie. Yeah. And that's supposed to be the final one. And then really, do you want to see him again? I don't ever want to see him again. And I really don't want to see the Indiana Jones again because it got laborious and tedious and it got creepy was showing that much de-aged Harrison forward. I'm sorry. I love him, but it was too much. It's too much. And And then you and I watched a lot of uh, local films over the summer. We did, and I am very impressed, and I'm excited about the ones going on to the St. Louis International Film Festival, which is November 9th to 19th. I had the dates wrong in my St. Louis Filmmaker Showcase article because I was looking at the old dates. So I cannot wait for them to um, uh announce in September what they're going to have because you know it's going to be really good and they're not only going to use the high point their forever home but they're going to use the Alamo Draft House and they're going to use the Hilo and they're going to use different places around St. Louis so they've really worked hard on getting all these venues because remember after the Tivoli fiasco that's the place we don't mention Lynn we don't mention that and also Brown and stuff so now we're really gonna we're really gonna have things well i want to say my top three films before this summer were air past lives and are you there god it's me margaret those were my top three so now i would include barbie and oppenheimer on that list and I did like the German film, A Fire. But I my list is getting crowded because we do have the fall and the award season to go through. But what have you liked so far that you would consider for your list? Um, I Of the movies that you have mentioned, I like Oppenheimer. I like Barbie. I like Are You There, Guys? Me, Margaret. I thought that the Indiana Jones movie was a fantastic way to end the series. I also enjoyed... Uh, Guardians 3, even though it's kind of bittersweet at the end because you know it is going to be the end for probably a lot of those characters. Uh, I didn't see a lot of uh, smaller films because I was busy doing life and I was busy seeing all the movies that we had for the showcase. Right. Summer theater season uh, kicked my butt. Yeah, it, it did. was very lengthy and laborious. And yes, uh, I now, saw it. I saw at least 10 shows this summer. Yeah. And, and you uh, probably saw at least three times that sometimes three and four on a week. And this is I went to the uh, I went to the Fringe Festival and I thought that was going to be it to Labor Day. But uh, no more. How fringy but, did you get? I only saw four because my family was in town and we had family things to do. And and uh, they didn't want to get fringy with you. Well, you know, they're not the artsy people that I am. Right. And uh, by the way, uh, there is a wonderful article about grown-up theater kids. 
<laughs> that if anybody follows me on Facebook, I have it posted. So uh, if you're a former theater kid, once a theater kid, always a theater kid. More and than likely. The, the title is Grown Up Theater Kids Rule the World, <laughs> Run the World. <laughs> and it's well, Lynn, this has been a shorter episode, but that's okay. It still had fantastic content. Yes, Jeff is just it's just a, a, a great guy to interview. And that band is so positive. And those the women string players, I'm saying, are awesome. And I don't they usually, are the hot chick string players. Yep. I know. Well, you know, I'm not gonna see. We're not but, we're not objectifying them. They are fantastically talented. Fantastic. This is a band that has uh, the groove. They are well-connected in tune with each other and they're in sync and they do a good job. And it's, uh, it's a real production. Well, Lynn, where can we find you everywhere? I am everywhere. I am on KTRS on Fridays with Jennifer and Wendy. And uh, that is at 11.08 AM. And I'm in the Webster Kirk with times I am also uh, this website, poplifestl.com. And here, Carl, and where are you? Where can we find you? Monday through Friday, I'm on the Mark Cox Morning Show on 97.1 FM Talk. On Saturdays and Sundays, or depending on baseball, I'm on Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors on 97.1 and KMOX. Your St. Louis Blues season starts in the month of September, uh, I believe the first home game is the 23rd. I'm not 100% sure of that, but that's what I've been telling everyone, so I'm going to stick with it. And then uh, the regular season starts in October, which will be here sooner than you think. Well, Carl, a couple things that people need to be paying attention to. The Symphony Free Concert's coming up. Yes. September 10th, maybe? No. It's on my calendar. I know. I want to put it on mine. And uh... it's September 14th. No, that was last year. September 21st, Thursday night, September 21st this year. Yes. And past lives, which I've talked about a lot. And people are considering it one of the best of the year. I don't want, because it's gotten such critical claim. I don't want people to expect more. To hype than it up. Well, it's it out is. on. I think it's out on digital now. It is. That's what I was going to say. If you want to see what everybody's talking about, watch it on digital. But just remember, it is a gentle sort of love story, friendship. It's a rumination on life and your choices. And it's marvelously acted and beautifully written. But it's not flashy and showy and sitcom-y. So... Uh, yeah. just prepare but those performances are wonderful and uh it's going to be coming on blu-ray on september 19th perfect well oh yeah i'm also on instagram twitter and threads at underscore carl the intern the last thing i posted was me doing something with big league impact and adam wainwright's charity where lynn and i were both at the game but i did the charity thing so i was in a suite and lynn was sweating out in the in the seats Yes. <laughs> but but I was there for charity, so it was okay. Yes, and I saw your lovely wife's pictures and I thought, "Oh my gosh." They were I was there. on the field. It's harder to throw a baseball when someone hits it at you. I caught yes. all the balls. I just didn't throw them very well because 
I've held a baseball. I know how to throw a baseball. When it was in my hand, it felt lighter than it actually was. And so it went not where I thought it was going to go. Now that the weather has broken, I hope it gets down into the 80s. So <laughs> have a great Labor Day. Uh, enjoy the day off and falls here. Soon. Yes. Bye-bye. I hope. So long. Bye. Keep a song in your heart. Bye-bye. Bye.